Yo, yo. What up? What up? Yo. What up? What up? Hey. Hey, welcome. Welcome to Benny's crib. What up? Oh, uh, yeah, just leave your shoes over there. It's cool. Yeah, thanks. Does that sound cool? Yo. Yo, what up? Welcome to Benny's crib. Beautiful people, we are here in Portland, Maine, yet again, is it another night, is another time to be excited and grateful. We got three individuals that I'm uh, very excited to talk to this evening. I've talked to two of these individuals before, but not as a complete unit. They got a uh, pop-in recording studio out of Westbrook. That's currently become a frequent stop for many uh, different faces and artists in the 207 hip-hop scene. A big welcome to Benny's Crib, Time Zone Studios. How are y'all? How's it going, man? How it's you good, doing? It's good. Good, good, good. I'm feeling blessed. Um, This is actually episode 101. Word. Just did the 100th one. I interviewed myself. So this That's is a nice lit. change, like, to actually be, like, talking to people and not be, like, <laughs> in a room by myself having an hour conversation. I know. How did that work, bro? Oh, what, what interesting did you, idea. How did you do that? Did you just, like, clip back and forth? Pretty, I mean, I, I had answers. I sat on one side of the room, read the answers, changed clothes, sat on the other side of the room and did the questions. <laughs> it took a, hey, but it's out now on this channel, so watch it and shit if you want. Um, I'm going to finna get back to y'all, though, the reason we're here. Cardiac and Jalen, Y2 Crazy, and Permy all in the building. Yes, sir. Um, yeah. Super Permy. Is actually the full name. Is it Y2 Jalen? What you going by now, Jalen? Y2K Jalen. Y2K yeah. Jalen. Part of my France. I forgot the K there. Um, again, thank y'all for being here. How we doing? We feeling good tonight? How's the vibe, yeah. Chad? Good? Yeah, good? Good, good. Hell yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. I'm trying to figure out the best place to put my questions, and I haven't figured it out yet. For some reason, it's a smaller font. Good thing about podcasting, too, because I know you talked about getting a podcast maybe going. Anything you're doing, narrate it. Because yeah. usually sometimes mm -hmm. when I'm like, Doing shit, technical shit, I kind of just want to keep it in my head. But you can't be having dead air on the podcast. That's true. Right. And even this little conversation is good, right. you know? Yeah. Um, Thanks. Cardiac and Permi came through the crib digitally for some video chat interviews back last year. Yeah. In the yeah. height of the COVID. pandemic. Yeah. Height of COVID. Uh, and I figured we had to link in person because this story is definitely one I want to hear in person. I want to have it on wax and on video for the people to realize there's some cool ass shit happening in Westbrook right now. Right. Um, and of course, I got to get the young superstar Y2K, Jalen, on the podcast for the first time. You say it's your first podcast ever? Yeah, it's my first Ooh. podcast ever. I was telling uh, Jalen before the cameras were on, I've been hearing and seeing his name out here damn near since I started getting out here. And that was like 2018. So love, bro. The fact that we're here, I'm pretty excited, y'all. I, I love putting dope. I know, yo, can the camera see him? Yeah, okay. yeah he, you can see him, right, Twigs? Yeah, it's a oh, wide lens. It's like a, oh, in a fish yeah. eye, it's like an aquatic life eye of another variety. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, for real, yo, I'm honored to have y'all here, all introductions aside. I've already asked two of y'all this question, so I'm finna kind of break it down, I think, a little bit before I get deep into it. Um, the first question is, what's your first memory of hip-hop? But uh, we'll start with Permi real quick. I believe you said you just remember hearing it around a lot when you were growing up. 
And then yeah. more as a teenager, you got into it, right? Yeah, facts, mm. facts. Mm. Um, do you remember like any specific kind of like artists or moments as like a really young and um, listening to it? Definitely Lil Wayne. He was like Ooh. one of the first rappers that I got into. Mm. And um, just Outkast. Mm. Uh, I listened to a lot of Eminem, just like classic, just like the major, Biggie. Yeah. All those people. That's a perfect answer because Cardiac, you also mentioned some early memories of Outkast being played, maybe by your yeah. pops, maybe. Yep, I remember all that stuff, man. Yep, that was like one of my first early memories, and got a lot of other early memories too. Just like she said, Wayne, just kind of that generation, growing up in that generation, you kind of mm. all heard like a lot of the same stuff. Yeah, but it was good shit because it was all inspirational. Yeah, that shit was hugely inspirational. I like that y'all both mentioned Outkast too. Because I yeah. think, Permi, did you mention that Three Stacks was like an MC he's, you have in high regard, I believe? He's like movie? my favorite artist. Your favorite? Ever, then, yeah, yeah. That's dope. And he never dropped a solo album. Right. That says something right there. Big Boy's dropped three yeah. solo albums. But right. I ain't going to front to be like on some hip-hop shit. I like Big Boy's solo albums. We got them out. But I don't think any of them be classics. Maybe the first right. one. I feel that. I'm good. Mm-hmm. And it's like sometimes maybe it's better to not drop shit. Oh, that scared the shit out of me. I thought there was a ghost coming out the bathroom. Be the <laughs> way. Um... And we gotta go to Jalen though. Jalen, what's your first memory of hip hop? I ain't never heard it yet. Yo, my first memory of hip hop was actually pretty much the same as my bros. Like I was riding around, uh, like in a truck with my pops, and he was playing "Hey Y'all" by Outkast. Wait, right. so all three of y'all got Outkast? That's yeah, tremendous. Actually. That's dope as hell. <laughs> that was my first memory, and I was like, "Damn, what is this?" Like, mm, it's unlike anything real. you've ever heard. It that I mean, that's how oh, I felt God. the first time right. I heard that. I was real. like, "What the fuck? This is like a different language, yo." <laughs> real talk. That's, that's beautiful. Good. That's beautiful. I like keeping it in the beginning of y'all lives, in a sense, for the beginning of the podcast. Right. Makes um, sense. Again, Cardiac, uh, we talked before, but you're a very well-traveled individual. Yeah. I believe you were born in VA, but you've been all around the country, like Sioux Falls, Atlanta, Chicago. But um, would you call Memphis kind of like your hometown before Yeah, Maine? that's where I grew up the most. That's like where I spent my formative years. Mm, um. I guess for those who don't know, talk on briefly, if you can, in a couple, you know, bullet points. What's growing up in Memphis like as a youth? It's a pretty big question. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like a lot of people be saying this shit, but it's just like anywhere else. But it's just, you know, you got your same shit. But at the end of the day, it's just like Memphis as a whole is like a very musical city. So you're going to hear a lot of music. You're going to see a lot of philosophy. You're going to grow up, growing up, seeing like, you know, cars with big rims candy paint all that shit it's like kind of how a person would just picture the south in general you know like but it's day da- it's dangerous shit too i guess it's all about what you get into and shit like i ain't gonna downplay it like memphis is dangerous but it's also a lot of good to it too so yeah no that's cool i, m- I remember you mentioned candy paint cars like seeing them when you were walking like in the morning sometimes to school or shit or just be out and be yeah, like you see that like, first thing you'd be like what the fuck I've seen some of the rawest cars in Memphis ever, bro. I've seen so cars nice. with screens on the outside, playing music videos. While Wait, like a driving. TV screen? Yeah, like multiple, like, like a screen this... on each door. <laughs> some exhibit shit, man. Right, like, that's wild. Crazy stuff, bro. <laughs> Damn. Like, just like a lot of cool shit. That's not the only thing, but like going down on Bill Street, seeing the culture, like mm. blues and stuff was all was heavy before all that. It's also, like, a lot of people come to Memphis for Elvis Presley, but, like, 
I don't never. I ain't never been to Graceland. Elvis kind of a bitch too. I ain't gonna front if I can right. say that. I don't really like Elvis. I feel like he stole a lot of his shit and swag from black artists. Right, right. 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 He's dead yeah. in the home of Memphis, but okay. people, a lot of tourists come all over from all over the world to see that. And then, yeah. Like, what else do we got? We got the fucking Martin Luther King exhibit where he was shot, like the Lorraine Motel. Right. They turned that into a museum. So as a kid, just growing oh, up, going heavy. to see that shit, it's heavy on like the. The um the uh you know like black civil rights and all that because yeah. it's one of those cities that got like a lot of history with that kind of stuff, and like Memphis is like a predominantly like black city so it's mm. like the mayor was black, cops are black, teachers are black you know everybody black in Memphis is just like a predominantly but it's like it's like like hot you would almost picture Atlanta or some shit mm. it's like that. But like it's cool though. Like it was a, it was a, it was a fun time, and it was a definitely like a good city growing up in and stuff. Just to like learn. Yeah, stuff. hell yeah. It's a hard city to come out of. So like, if you come out of that city and you go anywhere else, it's like makes it easier. You know? mm. Like mm. you're like, oh okay. Bad, bad. I'm glad you broke that down with the people at home. If any point too, you're interested in any of cardiac stories, and you're like, I want to hear more about this cat specifically, I'm telling y'all, go listen to the podcast with him. I replayed it just to get some more info for this podcast, and it's a really good one. I really appreciate it. And I do want to say, because I love Memphis hip-hop, and I'm still beat up about this, I'm finna do a couple seconds. Free Pooh Free Pooh too. But I forgot, he locked up, too. I was going to say, I want to like legit do a couple seconds, moment of silence for Young Dolph. R.I.P. Young Dolph. So we'll start it right now. Moment of silence real quick. R.I.P. Young Dolph, man. That's just so fucked up. Let's touch base and pivot, though, to maybe a much different place than Memphis. That's the state of Maine. <laughs> um, your family moved here, well, in, like, 2012, you said? You traveled a little bit and then kind of came back more, like, in the 2018 range, I believe, right? Yeah, we can, no, yeah, I came out here for the first time, I think it was, like, 2010. Mm, damn, that's early. Yeah, but, like, that's when I was in high school, and I, I, le- I think I left in 2012. Got you, got you. And then I came back in 2018. Mm. If I can remember it right. Yeah. And then um, you said a lot At of like... the end of 2018, almost 2019, it was like basically the last month of 2018. Perfect. Because you, you remember you mentioned so, when you were here for high school, like it's kind of where you made some connections and were like kind of getting more like into like seeing a lot of cats were making music out here. Um, yeah, basically when I got, when I came out here, that's when I started trying to take music more seriously. Like before that, I was so just cool. like, I was like rapping with my friends, but like we had my homie, you know, Pat. He came through for the interview. Yeah, St. Pat. Pat. Shout out St. Pat if you watch him, man. Bro, he's from Memphis. So back in the hood, he used to come through with, like, the laptop and the mic and stuff. We used to just be doing bad shit. Me and my friends, we'd be around Allegedly. doing bad shit. Yeah, bro, I ain't gonna say what we was doing. They don't have to. Uh, we were sitting in the same place for But we was, just, we was just, we was around doing bad shit. And Pat <laughs> would come through with his mic. He was the only kid that was, like focused on music more than anything wow. so he'll come through with his laptop and his mic and record all of us he wasn't even from the neighborhood that we was at but i wasn't from the neighborhood either it was just my boy's neighborhood t we used to all link up over his neighborhood and we used to just record music so that's kind of what i was doing prior to that and yeah, then when yeah. i came out here that's when i was like i found like studios and stuff i could go to and people who were like doing it and i was mm. like oh where i could just like do it like that okay that's ill, yo. I just started kind of taking it serious. It's cool, too. I mean, Memphis sounds like, you know, like a very musical, if not one of the most music-oriented cities in the country, but... Yeah, but it's just poor, so people don't got no resources out there like that. You Thanks. can't just pull up to the studio at, like, 
16, 17 out there, but like yeah. you can do that out here. So that's like, wild. It was just easier mm. to like do stuff. Hell yeah, that's a good segue too. Because let's talk about how Permi got can, to the two hundred seven. You were born, what, like in Indiana or some shit and pretty yeah. much came here as a baby, I think you said? Yeah, when I was like one. So I don't really remember living out there. Got you, got you. So you've been pretty much in the 207 for all your memories. Yep, basically. Tremendous. Go listen to the Super Permi uh, podcast, too, to kind of get some more insight to that. Because we got to pivot now to Jalen. Jalen, where are you from? Are you from Maine originally? I'm from Memphis, actually. You're just, from Memphis, yeah, too. Sweet. Yeah, just like my brother. But I moved out to the 207 probably... Probably like third grade for real. Really? So yeah. you mad young? Yeah. So I was pretty young, but I have a lot of memories from, from other like states. Really? Yeah. Did yeah. you do a lot of traveling too? Um. Yeah. Yeah. Hell shit. Yeah. I've been out the country before. Ooh. Where'd you go? Where'd you go? Um. I've been to Mexico and nah. Italy before. Italy. I've been to Italy too. Where? Where'd you go in Italy? Um. We went to Sicily. Ooh. You won the boot. Bruh. We went to Rome and. Uh, Viola Deed, it was some little, oh, some little place. That yeah, sounds cool. Place. I went to like Milan and these little fish. Oh yeah, villages. we went to Milan. There we yeah. go. So we've been in the same city internationally. Milan's dope. Different time. The place had a lot of like, like kind of felt like a big cultural place, like fashion yeah. and shit like that, shopping. Shit, I didn't have enough bread for because I was in high school. For but real, I had no bread out there. No, nothing, man. That was dope to see. That's tremendous. Well. I lost my place, so I'm going to verbalize what I'm doing while I can continue to figure it out and not have any dead air. <laughs> all right, perfect. Now that we kind of all got y'all into the 207 and how you got to this state, I got to talk about the road or the path or the journey that has led to Time Zone Studios. Because right. like I said, y'all here because I really like what you're doing. I like, I mean, you can see what I'm doing here. It's very, you know, self-driven and it's, you know, independent in a sense. I see mm -hmm. that same theme and hear it. Um, with what y'all do. And like I said, I really respect that. So if you will, I kind of want to pivot now into the, the present, maybe even the future, if we can say. Um, before we really talk about Time Zone, I feel like I got to talk about Y2 Crazy as well. Um, Cardiac and Jalen, y'all been producing together under Y2 Crazy for a minute now, correct? Yeah, yeah probably for like maybe two years now. And that's yeah. obviously longer than Time Zone's been around, correct? Yeah, yeah, but he's always been producing. He's been producing. For yeah, talk years. talk on that, Jalen. When, yeah. when did you get into producing? So I've been making beats probably since like sixth grade. Um, and before um, I named myself Y2Crazy, I was doing a couple of shows with beats around here. Mm. Uh, I, I did one in space, I think, one at Santiki. Mm -hmm. Um, resample, I yeah, think. resample, yeah. yep. And that was when people, I think, first heard about me making beats. That was the first time I heard about you. Like, yeah, like, who the fuck is this kid? I'm like, I don't, I don't all know. right, you got my attention. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of dipped off the face of the earth and then popped back up with like, why too crazy? Yeah, I noticed that because I feel like I'm jumping ahead on my list of questions, but it's all about conversational flow rather than like right. what you type ahead of time. Word. I feel like I heard about you too through um, the good homies. In the Ruby Yard or at Soul Folks. Yeah. Did you ever do a beat invitational there too? Um, or did you like link with them ever? Yeah, actually, uh, me and uh, Rory are were uh, pretty good friends. No um, shit. How'd you meet? Uh, I'm tied with Rory too, so how, how'd you meet Rory? So it's a really complicated story. Really? I mean, if, if it's too much, you don't have to say but, it. But uh, I'd love so to hear basically, it. I was on the internet. I was playing some internet games or something, and like he happened to be on the same TeamSpeak server as me. Um, Whoa, do you remember the and, game? Um, bro, I don't remember the game. <laughs> but um, anyway, so he was on there, 
And I had already liked his music uh, prior to that. And so he, I was like, yo, you sound just like this dude. And he was like, that's me. Blah, 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 blah. What? <laughs> we were friends like online for a minute. But we never really talked that much. But I, I, I had him added. And then boom, he ends up moving on the, on my same street that I, I lived at at the time. In in Biddeford? Uh, on Peaks Island. Whoa. So he ended up moving that's on, wild. on the same street as me. On Peaks Island of all places. Not a yeah. lot of streets on that island. <laughs> right. It's a pretty small area. And then we just became friends. We would, um, like, we would read books and, you know, we would talk and chill. That's sick we, as hell, man. Good good people, you know. Oh, yeah, very like good him and people. his whole family. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's ill as hell. And so that was how... That was how we met each other. It, yeah. was, it was a really weird story. Yeah, like, that is interesting because I always yeah. thought it was through some music, local shit. Like you were at the Soul Folks beat imitation, those spinning loose and shit, or playing beats. I actually think I, I wasn't there. Yeah, I, I missed that. That's so. I missed that too. So it's all. Yeah. Uh, but, um, <laughs> damn, man, that's why I love these fucking podcasts. Because I like. I mean, I shouldn't have assumed, but I'm like, oh yeah, I bet y'all linked on some like album public shit. But Yo, you- also something about him is he pulled up to my first ever show. Really? Yeah, I I told him I was doing my first ever show, and he pulled up. Where was it? Um, it was, it wasn't at Resample. It was, like for some reason, uh, that building had been closed. Like it was like they were working on it. Yeah, so They yeah. temporarily did it in some other location. Got you. I don't remember. Where it wasn't it was. that rooftop one, was it? No, nah, it wasn't that a was rooftop. It was more like a like a warehouse kind of building. But it probably could have been space. I don't know. But it was really dope, and he pulled up, and he showed love, and people. And that was like a that's really a big good look, first, first show ever. You got Rap Ferreira, <laughs> yeah, headlining independent tours. Shout out Rory, yo. <laughs> yeah, shout love. out Rory. Hey, shout out the whole yacht. Real talk. Whew, man, I'm a little flabbergasted. See, it's tough being a host and like a friend in this situation because like I like talking to the suit and this shit, and I want to like drift. I'm like, nah, bro, you gotta like steal the fucking <laughs> boat. You stop talking, the boat might crash. Um, let's then pivot then to why too crazy kind of forming. You said you kind of disappeared for a minute. Mm-hmm. Pop back out with Y2 Crazy. What made you, Chris, want to be a part of this, too? I mean, obviously, your fam, your blood, so, I mean, it kind of right. goes without saying. But just talk about the conceptualization of that as, like, a big name, in a sense. Yeah, um, so how did this start? Okay, so, yeah, my brother, he just, like, he was already making beats, and I used to hear his beats all the time, and they were pretty dope. And I used to be like, yeah, it's tight, but he was still kind of too young for me to hang out with. He was like... <laughs> 16 and I, was, I didn't mind like smoking with him or like kicking it with him but, allegedly like, my my dad was just be like not like trying to have that so like I, a bad inf- either you're gonna be a bad influence type yeah, shit so i was just trying not to like you know i was just trying to play it cool and stuff but then after a while like he just started getting older like 17 and i was like bro like i'm not gonna <laughs> like not hang out with you so yeah. let's just pick him up from the crib and then we just to hang out and then all of a sudden, um, he just got sick of my dad's crib. Like every like I did too. So I mean, then, we all grow up a little bit, right? We, right, we need to, we yeah. need to spread our wings a little bit. So then he just came over to my crib and shit. And so then he was still making beats, making beats, making beats. And I was like, we just thought about it. I don't even know. We were just like, we came up with the idea together one day. We were just like, bro, you know. I could fucking you can make beats. It was and, when you were listening to Tali and like you really fucked with him and he wanted to make beats for him. But yeah. it was before that though, cause because we was making beats in New York before with with AG before right, he even right. did that. So mm. we were just well, we were trying to do that. But that was when we you actually didn't took even, it serious and we're trying to like do shit with it. I, I think he was, I was just trying to learn how to make beats and he was like, I'm gonna show you how to make beats and then he was just like yeah. showing me how to make beats. 
like slowly and I was picking it up but then we just were making beats in the process mm. and then like um I already had homies in the industry so I was like well I could try to get some of these beats to them yeah we were trying to get them to some of those people but they weren't really like picking up on them at first mm. because we were just so new you know yeah. like even though I had a good name it was just like nobody knew me for producing or anything mm. so like I was just trying to push like the fact that like I could like manage the situation and then have him like really do it but at the same time I make beats too you feel yeah, me yeah, so yeah. it's not like no fraud shit I didn't want to like jump into it be like I'm a producer but I don't know how to produce That's but fair. really it was just like I had mad connections and he had like a really good talent with For beats real. but the only way I could think to put it out is if we came together and like mm. made a group that was like Okay, we gotta do like this, and then he already had the name Why Too Crazy, so he created the name. That's perfect. Where'd that yeah. name come from? How'd you get that idea? Um, shit, I really was just from looking up to all the like two thousand shit. Why like, like is it in homage to Y two K? Yeah, it's an that's homage what I figured. To the Y two K era, Pharrell, Ooh. all that shit. Well, I'm trying to think, man. It's like the ice cream. Yep. Shit and oh man, it's a whole. Hell yeah, and that's the, I, that's like something that I really grew. I up got the clones, and he really grew up in it, and yeah, I just was so. a fan of it. So. What's the what's the age gap? Like how many years y'all apart? Eight years. Eight years. For real, yeah, so Damn. it's a lot low key. That's yeah, why I said yeah. I was already grown, and then like it was hard for me to hang out with him. But then like when he got of age to hang out with, it was yeah. easy. But by the time he got of age, I was already doing so much shit in the industry that it was just like okay, bro, like I could damn near manage this situation. I can't manage it because nobody know like what he's doing. Well, that like, was then. Yeah, but now, now but so then, like I was saying, like people wasn't picking up on it, bro. And then like we ended up sending our first beat, our first uh, placement out to this artist in Philly, Hood Tally, and he's like coming up crazy, yeah, yeah. like getting mad views, and like he fucked with our beats tough. And once he started fucking with it, then. All the people who I knew back from the past, like all the connections who I was trying to plug them with at the beginning, they started catching on and seeing that mm. shit. So sometimes you just gotta take shit like left real quick and see what you, what kind of magic you can make happen just to come back to get everybody else to jump yeah. Back on board. Just keep believing right. and then know and now, now it's like now the balls start rolling a little bit. He's starting to see. Right. Hell yeah! It's tremendous the the fruits of your labor, as they say. Exactly. Right. We can't forget about Permi, yo. Super Permi out here spitting harder than 98% of the cats in the state of Maine, yo. Assassinate <laughs> motherfuckers. Oh, shit. How did y'all link? All, all of y'all. Did they find your music or was it on some, um, like, you new people? I met J. Chris Cardiac through um, Wazo. Okay, yeah, yeah. He had the, the studio on High Street. I think I heard of that, yeah. Like, I know. a while back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um... He kind of, like, Wazo, he was the reason, like, I kind of got into rap type shit. Like, mm -hmm. he was, like, he was, like, DMing me, like, back to back. Like, come to the studio, come to the studio, come to the studio. And I'm, like, all right, like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I just, I started going to the studio, like, every day. And then, like, eventually, like, he started coming to the studio. Mm -hmm. And we got on, like, we did a couple features and, like. Yeah, y'all got some shit on SoundCloud together, right? Yeah. Cool. We, yeah. we, we don't have too many songs out, but a couple. Yeah. We have a lot of songs in the vault, though. Yeah, stay tuned. Yeah, I thanks. heard some of them shit, so I was like. <laughs> well, I think it was Why Too Crazy on the production, Permi rapping. Yeah. yeah. We'll get to that a little bit, if we can. <laughs> Sweet. Well, now I want to talk about the actual formation of Time Zone Studios, because obviously, I mean, it's everyone's kind of dreamed to have their own spot, their own place they can kick it and record. 
But how did all, you know, that get to the, that point? Because y'all know each other, y'all got talent, y'all got family bonds. But how do you kind of get all that into, like, a concrete, actual, like, physical studio? Talk on that process. Well, I say it's the same shit. It was just kind of like the beats. Like, you were just, like... First, we had... When, when he... Okay, I'll put it like this. When bro was making beats in the... When he first moved in, he used to hook the HDMI cord up to the TV. And, like, we had no speakers. We Wait, so just, you act, you play output to the TV? Yeah, yep. playing output no. to the TV Shit. and watching him make the beats on the computer. And then I was like, bro... If we're going to be sending these beats to artists, we're going to have to make these better. So I was like, we got to go get some speakers. So then I went and bought some speakers, and I came back to the crib. <laughs> and he got off work, and he's like, worried, we got speakers? And then he just started going crazy with the speakers. <laughs> and then, like, we moved out of that crib, and then we need, we got to another crib. Yeah, that tiny-ass crib. I was like, okay, bet. So I was like, I need, like, I need we need some studio gear, like, some. So I think he bought a lot of studio gear, and I had... I knew some previous engineers from, like, the past, and I asked them basically for, like, some, like, nice little presets and stuff that they could hook me up with on, like, for vocal engineering, just um, for my own stuff. And I sat down, and we played with it, and then we got it to sound so crisp from the crib, and then we just, like, started recording people, like, some of our friends who we knew would pay money, but, like, just, like, um, like... Just low key, cause we didn't want like everybody to be in our crib. Right. I mean, how do you think I feel right now? Right. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Real deal. <laughs> we were no. just trying to be like mad cool with it, you know, and not just do too much. So then, like, but then, so then, like, he, he then he found the studio. He could actually, you could talk on. Yeah, it talk too. on it, Jim. This so, is your coming out party, you know. So, um, I was just literally walking around Westbrook one day, and um, I saw just like a number, and it was like, you can purchase a lease for this commercial space right here and like I, I got to thinking i was like that would be so dope just to have a place to like make music at and to like own a studio and so that was when i, th- I think we literally just like talked about it right you just brought it up yeah and then at yeah. first i, I just like, yeah i just brought it up actually yeah, like just really on some regular shit. i brought it up like yo like we should do this just like, kicking this it is, Right, like, this yeah. is really close by, like... And we didn't really take it serious at first. Like, right. Like, was just like, oh, it's, like, a lot of work type shit. And I was like, yeah, I don't know, it's a big investment. Right. But, and then, like, yeah, you, you didn't just really kept... want to do it ever. Yeah, low-key. And then cause... you kept pressing it. And yeah. Then, and then I thought finally... about it, and I was like, <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. And then he went out of town, and then I ended up, while he was out of town, me and her mostly put a lot of the investment money up to make right. make it happen. But we already did it with the intention that it would be like a space for not only us to grow, but him to grow as right. an engineer mm. and like start Facts. really going crazy. Because we, we have had so much practice from the crib, like of engineering our friends, we were ready to take it and open up our audience to like mm. more of the people and like actually make a business out of it. The community. Right. The community yeah. had a, needed a, or there was a void to be filled in the community. Exactly. Right. Like, All right, let's do so it. Then we just ended up doing it like that to where we're like, okay, we can record it for anybody now. And then we just opened the doors and started getting some good clients. And it's just Hell yeah. Been cool since then. I feel like it's been a pretty quick wave of like success for y'all too. Because when did y'all open? Like late summer last year, fall last year? I'm yeah, trying to think. Like, right, like late yeah. summer yeah, last yeah. year. Yeah. When did you first yeah. see that um that sign that said like call this number? Do you remember? Was it like also yeah. in the summer? Or did it take yeah, a couple it months? It must have been early. 
like early summer. So y'all definitely yeah. sat on it and were like, all right, like yeah. if we're gonna do this right, we ain't jumping in the pool without exactly. knowing how to swim type right. shit. Yeah. That's smart, that's smart. Oh, yeah, oh. we had a lot of business going at the crib and we were actually turning down people because right. we didn't want we didn't know who they were. We just right. didn't want them in our house. So like the business was growing already, like in the house before we ever moved it to the um to the big place. We the right. place was kinda needed at the time because we were like, Okay, so then, like, everything made sense just to get it at the moment. Because it's like, okay, we're missing money. We could be do- doing this. It could pay for itself. We could just set it up. Like, let's just set it up. For real, it's an investment more yeah. than, like, a purchase, yeah. if that makes sense. And I feel like y'all lucked the fuck out, too, with, like, that spot. I feel yeah. like those mills are popping off right now. Yeah, like, yeah, in yeah. 2022, I've been seeing a lot of artists migrate from Portland into that area. Yeah, it's nice. And y'all snagged, like, a really nice spot on the water, right. naturally the water lighting. View. It's super nice. It's huge too. Thanks. Yeah. Got a basketball hoop up in there. Uh, yeah, nice. thanks. Even a little sink, I think, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. you can pretty much. Fridge. Yeah, you could put a whole damn house up in I there. I built the booth like I, with oh, myself yes. with the help from her uncle. Yeah, I want to talk about yeah. that actually. Like that, like you kind of have you finding it, but let's talk about the transformation of the space as time goes on. Because yeah. I was in it probably what three months ago now. I was like very, yeah. very impressed at the changes I had seen. But kind of talk on like you. I said I set the original stuff up like on a on just kind of like a budget because I really wasn't trying to spend too much money on it, but I wanted mm. it to be fire at the same time. Facts. Mm. So like we just did a lot of searching like on different sites for different pieces of equipment, and then like all the booths that you could buy, they were super small for like thirty two hundred for like right. three racks. And Tax. I was like. Well, I don't really want a small booth, and I don't really want to pay that much. Yeah, that's so still right. bread, bro. We just looked up on, like, how to do the stuff, and then we got some help from a couple people, and then I just put it together. I really got the blueprints and kind of laid it out myself, and then brought it to the studio. Now we got a pretty decent booth. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you say We saved mad money. It was, like, 3200 We only bought it for all the equipment for, like, $450. Ooh. And then you built it with your uncle, you said, yeah. right, Kermit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got the family hooking it up. It's all family yeah, it ties fine. at Time Zone right. Studios. Right. Mm-hmm. In the booth. Actually, like, building the booth. It's beautiful. Yeah. Do y'all have, like, a... Or did y'all have, like, a goal or kind of, like... It's like a corny-ass phrase. Like, like mm-hmm. a mission statement. Like, I don't know. Like, obviously, it sounds like y'all just, like, yo, like, we kind of need this, but... Did you kind of have, like, a vision for the spot when you opened it up? Because it's cool to have, like, your own place like that, you know? Yeah, mm. we had a vision for the spot. We had a vision for... We kind of knew what it could become. Mm. We we were, like, doing it. We knew what it could become. But as far as that, I kind of thought what you must have touched on is just, like, we got always had... Like, we had, like, a, a, like a little um, vision for Maine type shit. Yeah, like, that's what I'm asking. How it, could, how it could be, like, if, if we was to, like run it like if we was to do it the way we know how to do it and like add that sauce like then it would be i feel like it would like we can make maine look better straight up right i mean that's everything there's a lot of talent in maine you know Mm -hmm. there's a lot of talented artists in maine stupid and we just want like but there's not very much of a platform Mm. Yeah, you can yeah. talk on that. Talk on some of the, like your vision for main stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, yeah. You can go back yeah. yeah. Um, some of the people you know that you, know, that you like. Yeah, Jane. Right, I yeah. want to hear the the Jane Lynn vision because that's pretty much why I do this podcast and do everything I do is the same reason. I think right. not enough spotlights get shown on the shit that should get shown, <laughs> such as y'all. But um, in your words, like how would you describe that? Um, um, can you repeat that? <laughs> Just kind of like you were saying, like you maybe like you like you had a vision for Maine in a sense. Like, yeah. No. Um. Yeah, like, my vision for Maine is that, well, you know, I, I work with a lot of very 
talented artists like almost on a daily basis at this point mm. like we, we've been booked out and i can see all the potential and i feel like I'm, i want to be the type of engineer that helps an artist grow like a mm. pharrell or a mike dean yeah or you yeah. know something along those levels because mm -hmm. i see a lot of potential here it's stupid amount. i mean I, i've been here a, quite a long time myself and just being an artist out here like seeing the possibility you know there's a lot of a, a lot of talented artists that come through and, and work with us every day. Yeah, yeah. You know. No, you good, bro. Everyone, it's been human nature. I just love the fact that you understand that at a young age, though, because you can't put a. I mean, you guess you can't put a price tag on anything. It's, it's capitalism, but right. You can't put a price tag on a good engineer, like someone who's kind of like, Facts. you know, like similar to a coach but they're all back in the day in the right. NBA they had like the player coaches who would coach and play the game at the same time right that's right. kind of what an engineer can be like you can because you mean you'd be, you be making beats you'd be in the trenches it, the best right. engineer not only in Maine but in the game <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, is there some really, family bias in there perhaps nah I really nah, think he's I the like best that. engineer <laughs> talk on that I really Hell think yeah. he's the best engineer we got a lot of crazy engineering for y'all to hear I'm, yeah like I'm, we uh, did we got some stuff like I got some I feel like I'm a good engineer don't get me wrong like, I could do all the stuff that he does but mm -hmm. like as far as technique like I could do all the same things that he does but the, the reason what makes him such a good engineer is he's willing to put the time in and he's willing to sit down and really try to see the vision for each artist mm. and really make it happen in their way Whereas with me, I'm just gonna like, it's just gonna be like, I got my own way of doing it. You feel me? To where like, I'm like, okay, I, I, I set every track up. Like, I know, I have a professional standard in my mind that I put everything to, you know? Yeah, and yeah, so yeah. like, I try to I try to give people the sauce in that kind of way. But he likes to sit down with the artist and really like dive deep with them and spend mm. that time and be up all night and all that type of stuff. Oh, I love that shit. <laughs> Stand until the sun come up. And you know that goes for my beats as well. Like, I'm I, I'm I just like to work with artists like one on one. Mm. Really, I, like, mm. I, like I feel like there's a lot to be learned there. Right. And then we can make it just the best outcome it can be. You know. Yeah, I feel like you can really get immersed in the space and like. I mean, it is like, yo, creating an art and music, it is a very personal thing, exactly. I think. And you can't, like, everyone's like, oh, content. I gotta right. drop it. Like, I mean, some cats can do it. Like, this cat named JR Specs, who's from Maine, he'd be dropping a song on the 1st and 15th of every month. And it sounds, like, Damn, authentic and organic, crazy. and I appreciate it. But there's some cats who can't do that, who are just like, new song Friday. I'm like, I feel like I heard this song before. Right. But, like, it's just different a little right. bit. Right. But when you really tap into, like, the artistry of the individual, in the life of an individual and you can have like a more personal connection and then the music can kind of come from that even like right. in a small one-on-one -on -one sense i feel like that's immense right. immense like knowledge to understand about this art shit at a young age so. right salute that's respect that's salute. his thing yeah. man that's like what he does that's yeah. tremendous man i gotta come up i've been in the crib or in the crib i've been that's the that's why y'all got the space i've been in the studio a couple times but i haven't had the time to like you know just kick it and be in the background and just observing and that's probably some of my favorite shit about being out here in the culture. It's just I get inspired watching other people be inspired in the moment. Right. I think that's one of the biggest things. So, I mean, salute to y'all. I mean, um, I guess I I'll, I'll do this now. I like giving people their flowers in a sense. That's why we do this. Y'all know like drink champs and yeah, yeah, yeah. I I kind of like I guess I mean everything is no idea is original, but I kind of like was watching that. I'm like, we need shit for that out here in Maine. Like that's right. exactly why I have this podcast. I'm, I've had you on it twice. Had you on right. it twice. Well, I've been trying to get you on it for like three years now. Because, <laughs> um, like the fucking publications out here, 
it's just a bunch of like old white people thinking they know what's going on in the art scene, but they don't really know what right. the hell's going they're on to really be straight. Really, for there's real. There's some yeah. real like as you have said like five minutes ago, like, there's some really talented shit out here, yeah. and if we don't put like an eye to that or even like an ear to that in this sense, it's not like the end of the world, I guess. But to me, it's like it's just like, a missed opportunity. It's just like I'm, if if I'm living in any time, I want to make sure like I know what's kind of popping out here, right. or at least I'm trying to know. Right. Right. And that's exactly why Time Zone Studios, that's why Cardiac Super Permian, Y2K Jalen, and Y2 Crazy is here right now to yeah, get some flowers and say, y'all killing it, keep it up. I, I love you, seeing it. That's a little uh, gratitude. So I appreciate it, man. That's yeah. real because we're giving out mad free sauce. Not even free, yeah. but it's like, <laughs> at the same time, it's just like, you ain't going to get this kind of quality and oh, this God. kind of like like a professionalism from anywhere else for that type for of price so like really everybody love like everybody that comes to the studio like their music gets better like if they come to the studio multiple times their shit gets better every time without mm. like a doubt mm. yeah. even me like literally everyone the it's because the beats all that shit you know we actually care about the artists yeah. yeah when when you're an engineer who doesn't care about the artist you're just doing shit to get it out the way like you know, just like, and a lot of engineers out here don't really care about the artists. Mm. But when you come in from a place of caring about the scene and like wishing the best for men and like, you know, trying to for take real. it to a new level, you actually work with the artists. You ask them questions. You tell them they have to redo that line, you mm. know, right. like maybe that one wasn't good enough, you know? Yeah. You communicate those kind of things. 100%. And ain't just another check. Yeah. It's yeah. like something that's like, I can tell y'all. I mean, you got your business tip figured out. Like, you ain't fucking around. But right. I feel like you're coming at this more as artists than, like, business right. people, yeah. which is the most important. I mean, the same shit I do. I mean, this is somewhat professional, but you ain't going to see me, like, trying to, like, put this shit on, like, Channel 6 News. <laughs> like, fuck that. <laughs> right. like, even if only, like, let's say 100 people see this ever, maybe 50 of those will pick up on some sauce and create some art that impacts yeah. somebody else down the line. Right. That's the most important right. shit. I think, Jalen, I got to just tap into your brain for a couple questions if we can. <laughs> yeah, what's up? Where do you draw inspiration from? Um, I draw inspiration. I draw a lot of inspiration from, from honestly, my older brother. That's love. Uh, um, he he's put me onto a lot of shit that I didn't know about. A lot of culture, a lot of you know sounds. Mm. You know. You've been around for sure. Right. Yeah. Sure. Not just like you know. A little bit, like you've been around coast to coast, north right. to south. No, for sure. Like I, like I feel like my brother kind of like introduced a, a a lot of what's going on, like like in the underground to me. Because mm. before m my view of hip hop was very like I, I listened to a lot of old school hip hop prior to that, and I didn't really listen to much of the new stuff. Like boom bap type shit, like, like boom bap shit. type shit, like Outcast, MF Doom. Yeah. That's one probably my favorite and then, rapper. Yeah. And like one of the only new casts I listened to is was Rap Ferreira. You know, so like I didn't know about. You know what was going on yeah. in rap outside of that little bubble, and, yeah. and my brother he introduced me to a lot of that stuff, and I just fell in love with it. It's so cool, cause I'm I'm the same boat. I um, not to interrupt, but I was big like boom bap and like, you know like Wu Tang, like yeah. Illmatic, shit like that yeah, from back really. in the '90s. I don't want to call it like a safety net, but shit I knew I could play around other kids in my high school and when they get ostracized. Exactly. Like, I think yeah. I probably butchered that word, but like if I want to play something a little experimental, or like I hate. I don't hate it's a severe word. I don't like this phrase, but this is like what like normal mouth or normie motherfuckers call it, like mumble rap. Yeah, I couldn't play like that kind of shit around my homies because like, what the fuck is this? Right. I remember trying to play like, father like key and shit like that back yeah. on the day, and they were like, "What? Well, this is trash." I'm like, just because it's not like directly, it's just good, yo. Like it's right. there's a nuance to this shit y'all don't understand. Y'all just right. not getting. 
Exactly. Facts. That's why I like having like-minded individuals here. To, what is already understood does not need to be explained. Right. That's what they it's say. Yeah. All right, yeah, James. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. I was going to ask you another question. Oh, Go ahead. Oh, do, do what you got to do. Hold up, hold up. <laughs> Cardiac. Shout out some artists that have been at Time Zone recently that you've been working with. Anyone you want to shout out? Who's been really killing it right there for y'all right now? Uh, right now? We... Um, JCK, he's really fun. Oh, yeah, I like the kid JCK. He's dope. Mm. I like mm. um, Local King. He's Local fire. King. Um, I feel like if I do this, some people are going to get mad. Or they're going to be like, oh, fuck, you didn't mention me. It's all love if you don't get I, mentioned. It's, people, <laughs> it's hard to remember names. I say like this, like every individual artist that come through, they got their own type of thing. Like everybody's yeah, been super thanks. original. So like everybody that comes through, I, I basically appreciate them. And like, I, I, they pretty much is decent. I mean, everybody, you, of course you got some people who just started off, yeah. but they could get better as time goes on too. So it's all about working on your craft and stuff. And right now we working on her album. Yeah, her album is like she's one. Of, she's my favorite artist out here. She, she's going crazy right now. So yeah. we just been putting most of our time and energy lately into like her album and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I had that on my list for later, but let's finish talk about the Permi album right now. Let's keep it flowing. Um, is there anything you want to tease? Some details? Some coming soons you want to throw at the people? You give them the concept. Um, well, yeah, I'll give you the concept. So the album's going to be called um, Permi 64. I like that. And it's, like, based off of the um, the Kirby game on the N64. Yeah, I see you with Kirby on, on the IG. Yeah, yeah, that's, like, I don't know, that's, like, the icon nice. that I like to use. Hell yeah. And um, so the album is going to be fully produced by Y2Crazy and... um. I'm going to do the cover art, and it's going to be, like, it's based off of the game. Okay. And so, like, it's, like, kind of, like, video game type sounds, like, cute mm. little, like, you know, the like, Mario sparkly, like, like you know, shit. stuff like that. The production is heavy with that. I heard yeah, some. Remember, I, y'all played me some of that when I, I forget what I was coming through for, but yeah. I heard, like, three or four tracks. And I was, We're, me and my brother are both producing and engineering it, so. All in-house. Yeah. It's a All time zone studio exclusive. Everything. Yeah. Single yeah. source, farm we, to we, table. We gonna use the. We're gonna use her album as a like as a as something that we. It's gonna be like one of our best efforts. So it's gonna be like yeah. one of our, it's one of our first like. It's joint, a proof of concept. Yeah, it's a yeah. it's the first album we doing that we just focused on one artist and we trying to make it sound the best as we can and really right. just like it'll be good for the portfolio. Yeah, for, like for real. People for real. see it. It's gonna be like our some of our best engineers, some of our best beats, like. Right. I'm excited right. to hear that shit. Um, how do you think you've grown from Permeate to this project? Um, I think I've definitely gotten a lot, like, cleaner, and I've tried to, like... I'm very chaotic as an artist. Mm. Like, I usually don't have, like, any rhyme or reason or rhythm to how I do shit. Like, I just be just doing it. And, like, this one I've tried to, like... I feel like they've helped me, like, fine-tune, like, how to make it a little more technical, mathematical, like, make mm. it make more sense for, like, people to easily digest it. Yeah. And I feel like this tape's gonna be a little bit more well-perceived because it's more cohesive. Like, I have a whole concept. The mm. beats go together. The visuals go together. Even like, the title, it makes sense. Title, like, Premier 64. Yeah. And everyone already recognizes the Kirby shit. They associate oh, yeah. that with me already. So, mm. it, like... It just makes a lot of sense. And it's, like, the most genuine piece of art that I've made. Like, all of the songs that I put on it are just, like, signature to me and, like, my essence. Mm. And I like yeah. that. And you said when you did the cover, does that mean you painting it? 
Um, I don't know. I don't know if I want to do like a digital art or if I want to paint it. I got to think about it. I really want to paint it, but I'm trying to think like I want it to be clean too. So yeah, I'm still working on that idea. No but. doubt, because I believe in the interview we did last year, you said you view yourself as a painter first. Almost, yeah, for sure. Of and I was musician. gonna. I think when I drop the tape, I'm gonna like drop a series of like art pieces. That's sick. To like go with it too. Yeah, that's so wicked though. Cool. It's a very unique rollout. Yeah, I would just be doing your own thing. I'm loving it, yo. I'm loving it. Yeah. yeah, man. Tremendous. I finna go back to jail and I think before we pop talk to the bathroom. I got some more questions for you. <laughs> well, I got this. Well, I got you in the crib. We gotta hit you with some. All right, what? Do you have a process behind your production? Is it kind of like a routine, or is it different every time you get behind it? I I'm I've been making beats like every night for years. I just do, it's a discipline thing. Mm. Like you know. Just last night, you know, I was up till 3, 4 in the morning making beats. <laughs> but do you work mornings or nights? Um, I mean, I work, like, afternoon. I was making sure you're getting your, your at least so some 7, I mean, 8 hours so up in there. So I wake up. Nah, I don't sleep. I, I don't sleep. I'm vampire. vampire Damn, you won't be tired up in the day? Um, nah. The music keep you going. Yeah, the music literally keep me that. going. But I yeah, I be up till... Five, six in the morning making beats, and I sleep till like two. Mm. Do you produce or do you approach producing differently than engineering? Honestly, I would say that I approach engineering the same way I, I approach producing. Mm. Because I was a producer first. Oh yeah, that's that's the better way to phrase it exactly. Yeah. So, I um. Yeah, like I like I would have. My process with uh, producing is I really just am always trying to find something to to give me more creativity or more tools to play with. Like mm. I'll install new plugins, get new sample packs. Mm. Um, I actually make my own packs. Um, I, I make my own loops, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I'll send out like melodies, and that's that's pretty much my process. I'm just constantly trying to keep it exciting and fight the boredom that comes with it. Yeah, I'm already dedicated to it, so. That's fact. I, I want to keep it interesting. You Shout know? out OB Beats. Shout, Shout out, out Julian. Sh- Bean John. Shout out Northern Faction. Northern Faction. Bean John. Next, you want to... Yo, AJ2 Walkie. I don't know any of these names. Y'all tapping me in. O- OB Beats. That's my boy from from the crib. Walkstar. He produced for everybody, bro. He raw as fuck. So I'm say that. So when he see this, there you go. Yeah, so if y'all, y'all, you know how much love it is. Just get and Northern Faction already know. Like right. Julian, we've been locked in crazy. There we go. It's like I was. He was producing crazy. Jalen folks with all of them, bro. Mm. Mm. J Mo, J Mo, all the producer yeah. homies, man. That's love. Do you prefer engineering for shit that you produce, or does it really matter? Um, I mean, it doesn't really matter. But do I prefer it? Yeah, because it's like you know. I made the beat, so I like as I'm making the beat, I might already have an idea for how I want to engineer it mm. to interact with the beat, you know? Yeah. I just try to think about how everything interacts. I like that, how and it all kind of connects together. Because everything does connect together. Everything right. is everything, but how can you find the connection in a sense? Right, exactly. Hell yeah. Do you have a, I guess, in two different questions one for producing, one for engineering. Just as an individual, do you have a concrete goal when it comes to this? Like, is there something that you kind of think about? Maybe when you get that, like, you know, boredom and you're like, nah, I got to keep going. I got to remember. Really? I would, I would put it like this. Like, every time I, I work with an artist, 
I can see like their best self. Like I swear I can really see it in them. Like every time I'm like, man, I see how you can be so raw and how people will enjoy you. And I just try to bring that out of them mm. with um, beats and engineering gotcha. because it's like maybe it's because I like I, I don't know. I just care a lot. I'm like, yo, <laughs> I I want like I want to help you as an artist. You know, mm. like mm. it especially with certain people like P and like you know. Flair and other like people that 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 I really work like one on one with, you know. Right, that's like your main skill. He's like a like a <laughs> chameleon. Like any artist he works with, he can like absorb their vibe and like direct them to be better. That's pretty wild. <laughs> that's respect. Yeah, yeah that's a hard scary. skill to have. You know, most people can say like, oh yeah, I can like work with anybody, but they just like cap them. But like, if yeah. you can actually like Tell figure out how to, I want to push the people in the right direction because I see how they could be so dope mm. and like. You know, I just want to make that come real. Yeah. You know, I try to give people a, a shot, you know, like in mm. the industry. Like, that's what I really try to give people. Yeah, get their best self out there. Get their best, exactly. I like that. What about you, Permio? How do you approach artistry? Is there a goal you have in mind? Um, is there a goal? Or not even, a, I guess, like a mindset's a better way to put it. Um, I mean, I feel like the reason I do art is just like, I'm just trying to like, just make the most pure, genuine expression of myself. Like, art is just a reflection of you. 100%. Type shit. So 100%. you can't really do it wrong if you're being genuine. And, like, it's just the most natural thing, like, ever since I've been a kid. Like, creating has been the most natural thing I've been able to do. So I just really mm. enjoy doing that, honestly. I love like, that. it's not. I have a goal to, like... Yeah, I want to make connections and be successful and, like, make a name for myself. But that's not really why I do it. It's more of, like, I have more of, like, a spiritual connection with, like, my creativity and all the creative things I do. Like, it's more, like, you know, like. Oh, say, say less. I'm, I'm exactly the same way. Yeah. I just do it because I got to get it out. That makes sense. Yeah, for real. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm, kind, I'm, like, an introverted type person. I don't really, like, express a lot just verbally, like yeah i'm doing this like i usually don't say shit and then i just let my creative things express the type of person i am and like what things i'm into mm. like that i'm into so it's like i don't know it's like an outlet for me i guess yeah i feel that 100 percent. cardiac chris what about you i mean I, I'll, I'll have two questions because i feel like you're getting kind of more in the management shit too recently yeah, yeah. but i mean i got into your shit because of your music man i still sure. i still got I still, lyrics of yours stuck in my head to be straight yeah, yeah, for sure. Doomsday and I shit. just, I, I mean, I took, it, I, I still make music, bro. I just like, I, really, what it is is I, I've been making music, and also I'm just picking up on the fact that I could do other things as well. You yeah. feel me? Like I was making music for so long, bro, and I had little homies up under me doing stuff, going crazy. You feel me? So like, I like I picked management, like found me. Like I wasn't all, I wasn't even really trying to be a manager. I was just like being an artist but like while i was mm -hmm. being an artist i was like helping people out just because like i seen other people had the same type vision as i had so i was just like all right i'm gonna just help the people out that's like genuinely trying to do it you mm -hmm. know so i started helping those people out and then they started getting in good positions as well so that's when i realized i looked at it i was like well i could like if i could if i could manage these people like then i could really help people do that you know so it's like sometimes like it's not like I fully put music to the side. It's just the fact that sometimes to do what you really want to do, you got to do other things first. You feel me? And, and like, as far as, like, as far as, like, um, the music side goes, I'm just building a team so I could be able to, 
eventually put my music out as well. You feel me? When the time is right, because everything has a timing to it as well. Straight up, yeah. You know what I mean? So like, that's just really what it is. And then like, like as far as like, what was the question again? Like, it was like just kind of the mindset process. behind you as an artist, and then also kind of like a manager. But you, you mean you yeah, answered yeah. it? I looked so that's the management shit. As far as like an artist goes, like. My creative process really just comes from, like, I don't know, like, I'm definitely more, like, the goal-oriented person than out of, like, them. Like, she she has, like, a more, like, spiritual connection, <laughs> and he, like, really be doing, like, really production shit with everybody and, like, really tapping into it. But me, I'm more of, like, like a making your dreams into reality kind of guy. I'm more, like... How are we gonna practically do this and and like make it make sense? Mm. So that's why I feel like I like put me in a management role because I'm like right. I'm trying to make the magic happen to be like okay let's let's take this and make it into that you know yeah. and like let's take it to here so we could really do that stuff. Mm. You could really make money off your music, you know. Like yeah. You could really like. I feel like that's the best way that, that like the way that you want to live by like, just doing the stuff that you like to do. Yeah. I feel like yeah. that's the best way that you like display your like creativity. Like your music is super creative, but like your most natural like like expression of how you're creative is like delegating like life more so than right. like, like I like mm. to set people up. You're like, artist I of life. Set a lot <laughs> yeah, of yeah, yeah. Up. I help set a lot of people up so they could keep on going so we could do this do this as a team and work together, you feel me? Yeah. So it's like I'm just helping people along the way. As I'm working on my own skills and crafts, so I could become even better at myself. Yeah. You know I mean? The more you help others, the more you're really helping yourself too. Right. Not that's even the purpose of doing it. It's just kind of a, a positive outcome of it. In right. Sense. But at the end of the day, it's like it, 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 yeah, it is for me, but it's also for them too, because the thing about it is, is we not, I'm not helping just anybody. Like not any random person. The people that I'm helping happen to be people that are close to me or people who I consider family. Yeah. So it's not like. No, like, oh, I'm going to get on and say fuck you later type shit. Yeah. No, we all want to see each other have our times, and we all want to see each other win. You know? mm. Like, he want to see me have my time just as bad as I want to see him have his time. We all want to see each other shine. That's the it's best, like, though. I mean, when you have that, like... We just understand how to make it make sense at the time that we in right now. Okay, so at this time mm. we in right now, we promoting her, her shit, and he's doing what he's doing, you know, and... We might have to switch roles later on if it right. makes sense for a different time. But, yeah. but right. that's just how it goes. You Timing know, now. Working as a team. He right. has music that he want to put out too. You know. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. He's also a dope rapper. But that's gonna, on the low. That's on the low right now. That perfect <laughs> dropping perfect tidbits <laughs> of information low. here. Uh, <laughs> um, I think we can get to a couple more, but I kind of want. Well, hey, I just want to say salute. I like how all three you kind of have a like-minded collective consciousness about what you're doing here at time zone but like you said everyone knows what kind of role they have to play in a certain time i think that's big when you're part of a team or even like a collaborative effort or just like like you said creating with fam everyone's got to like understand like it can't always be like the same vibe for everyone at the same time sometimes people got different roles sometimes people got different positions and if you really do care about the artistry and the craft and y'all got love for each other man it's like you don't even have to like explain that you just know because then if it ain't your time now to do what you want you pivot to something else 
you get into that, and then before you know it, you'll be doing what you want to do before you even know it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Facts. That's what I, and that's what I was saying. Like, just say, say I never played my role as a manager. I never helped anybody else get on. That's not doing anything for me, even though it's still doing something for them. It's yeah. still doing something for me. Right. Yeah. But I wouldn't do it with anybody else who wouldn't feel the same about, you know, mm. the same. So it's like everybody's just it's like a circle you know just everybody just playing their part so everybody yeah. could get to the next thing right. everybody's exactly. gonna grow together you know for real for real when they up. win we all win type yeah. shit like, we don't look that. at nobody yeah. like ahead of the thing we don't look at nobody like oh you're ahead we just look at everybody like everybody's our just own boss it, right. Like, yeah. right she's her own boss he's his own boss i'm my own boss but we right. come together with our skills conglomerate right. exactly <laughs> what's that phrase it's not a collaborate or it's not a competition it's a collaboration right. something yeah. like that yeah, or it's exactly. like you don't have to like you can compete like I think hip hop and competition go hand in hand personally right. but um, it can be a friendly a competition friendly competition right. 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 Win. if you think about it everybody got their own idea of success too like what I yeah, consider for successful for me might not be what he considers successful for him or she considers successful for her mm. you know mm. Right. Mm. so like I'm not trying to get in a, in a way of him chasing whatever his success is just like he not trying to get in a way we just try to help each other get to our successful goals no doubt right. and then be right. safe and secure in the process and make sure that everybody just you know can do that you know like, hell yeah I love it y'all making me feel very warm hearted here I love <laughs> when motherfuckers know how to handle themselves and also good musicians also have good insight to how this life shit kind of works out before we uh conclude maybe wind down do the final questions y'all down for some kind of light hearted silly rapid fire questions first yeah. let's do it um, I'll specify if it's just for one person but these will all be treated as like you all gotta answer it uh, okay. first one What's your favorite shape? Star. Oh, probably pentagon. I don't know, a circle. Nice. <laughs> Who's an artist you spinning heavy right now? Currency. Shawnee Ben Laden. Uh, probably like uh, Ken Carson. Oh, I've heard of those yeah. two. I haven't heard of that one. I gotta check you it out. You Ken Carson? No, I'm tripping. Ken Carson, mm-hmm. maybe? Nah, I'm gonna say I, I like I like... Because usually when I hear about music, I'm like, oh, yeah, I know that. But no, it's good to be wrong and like say you haven't heard it. I ain't tapped in. I'm finna, I'm finna look. Yeah, hell yeah. Go-to midnight snack. Grapes. You killing it with the rapper, by the way. You just, <laughs> right, right, right. Right. Rapper. they're like. <laughs> oh, Yo, I can't even lie. Like, I've been on some, like, healthy shit. Good, good and, shit. And uh, they got these, like, Mango slices, but they organic, like no added shit. Yeah, none of that processed refined sugar. Yeah, none of the Fuck processed shit. shit. But, yo, mangoes, that's got to be You be up like 3 a.m. on them beats, eating yeah, the mangoes? Yeah, eat, straight up eating a mango. Jeez. Oh, no, I be trying all type of new shit. I be liking all the new little fucking... Yo, I just had some strawberry... Kit Kats, they were fire. Yo, Ooh, but like whenever a new little shit comes out, new flavor candy and mm. little fucking hostess shit, I like to try that shit. So yeah, it's I weird. just go and grab some new shit. You gotta try it out. I'm I'm kind of halfway in between. I'll be eating mad clean, like no, nah, actually churro bugles. Those are fire. <laughs> churro, <laughs> That's like yeah. cinnamon and shit. Bugles, but churro. Very pretty blessed. I've had the cinnamon toast crunch churros, which don't really. Oh. I mean, you can't ever beat the OGs. Oh wait, actually, I've had those. What do you think? 
They're pretty good. Yeah, I think OG Cinnamon Toast Crunch is like, probably better. Yeah, I like, no, I like milkshakes in the summertime. Milkshakes yeah, is good. Yeah. I thought you said we are going to say mochi. You ever have mochi? I love mochi. Mochi. It's yeah. little ice cream balls with like, what, what is it? Oh, what's, what's I've seen mochi before, before so but busting. I've never tried it. It's got like a, like a little, almost like it sounds like Like, like, like gelatin with like ice. skin. Yeah. <laughs> it's like ice cream it's with like skin. It's like a gelatin skin with ice cream inside That's gas though. The green team ones. Gotcha. And Takis. I, I'm addicted to Takis right yeah. now. I can't stop eating them shits. And and uh, goddamn bubble tea. But I ain't, I, I ain't on camera, yo. I never had bubble tea before. Really? Wow. I gotta get that shit, right? Yeah, I heard it's good. good. It's got a little balls in the bottom, right? Pause, yeah. You said Hey, how you doing? Um, <laughs> baby Keem or Lil Baby? Baby Keem. Lil Baby. I'm just not that big of a fan. Of I would gotta say, I I gotta say, right now I'm I'm listening to Keem more. Mm -hmm. yeah. I think he makes better songs, but I think Lil Baby raps harder. If that makes sense, he's harder. Yeah, yeah. He, like he, when he just goes, I'm like, yeah, I feel that. You don't stop. Little um, Baby Keem's got some songs, especially on that first tape. He, or I think he had a tape before Die from My Bitch. I think that's what it was called. Cause I was listening to him when he was working with Cardo when he was like 15. Oh, but um, damn, that's crazy. Uh. There's like so many like pop anthems that are like pretty still hard. I feel like on that tape. So Baby Keem definitely got it, but Lil Baby got it too. Jalen and Chris, why too crazy? Who's an artist you'd love to produce for you haven't yet? Mm -hmm. It's okay. Uh, you first. Mm -hmm. Let's see. It's a good one. It's a tough question. There's a lot of good artists out there, yo. Right? There's a lot of artists who I want to produce for, but who does it make sense to produce for? I don't know. We kind of do anything. Oh, you know who I want to produce for? I want to produce for Bear One Boss. Yeah. <laughs> right. That would be so answer. hard. I don't think I've ever heard of them. I'm either. trying to get a feature, too. Look. Future? That'd be feature. Oh, feature. feature. I thought you said feature. Like, feature on watch. <laughs> yo, <laughs> shout out Bear One Boss. Right. I gotta check that out. That's why I love talking to people about music because I'm always like, I know a good amount about music. I'm like, but I know any like legendary shit. Like my favorite artist is Future. That'd be that pretty well. I mean, come on, Future. On, I like, kind of want a song beats. with him. I don't even know the beat. <laughs> it could happen. I fuck with the beat too. though. I feel like someone you I be would thinking work about with. underground artists when I be thinking about beats, just cause like that's like what I do, what we do mostly. Yeah. Well, it could be anything. But y'all got the same answer you said. Um. I, I would say, like, on some underground shit, like, Bear One Boss, but then on some legendary shit, like, Pharrell, bro. Ooh, he's, like, gliding over you. Bro, that's my number one ever? inspiration. Like, he, ever. yo, he, for, if people, like, if, see, that's what I'm impressed by you, because most people my age, I'm 28, I remember, like, early 2000s MTV and radio, it was all Neptunes, it was yep. all Pharrell. All Pharrell, G. I was legit, actually, the song of the day I'm posting for Rambi tomorrow is Can I Have It Like That. Yeah, that's a good ass. And it's, got, it's pretty poppy and like, not the most, like, you know, like, bar for bar the most impressive Pharrell performance, but I saw it so fucking good. And it's positive vibes, too. Like, he knows how to do he that, knows too, how right? He can do positive vibes out of being corny like that. Very, always looks very fun, but it's not like, yeah. MC Hammer type having fun. It's like, <laughs> right. oh, I want to chill with this. Especially when he had that mustache in like early 2000s and he yeah, was wilding out. Yeah. I shouldn't I say like, wilding out. He was I like loving it. I want to produce for all the artists I listen to, though, basically. Anybody who I listen to, I want to produce mm. for. That's facts. Mm. That's what's love, man. Permi, who's the artist you'd love to get a guest 16 from? Um, oh, that's a tough one. 
Because I don't really do that many features. So if I did a feature, if I, like, paid for a feature, if I wanted to, like, pursue, like, another famous person to get on song with me, it'd be, like... Mm-hmm. I have to think about it really hard. You could even pivot, like, <laughs> dream person to ask for a Permi 16. Someone was like, if you could hop on anyone's song. That, well, if a dream person, anyone, definitely it would be Andre, because Three he's snacks, my favorite. Everybody. Or him or Currency. Both Those would be, like, the both of them, song. oh, my God. On a Y2 so Crazy beautiful. beat. Because yeah, Andre, he did that, Um, he came out of retirement and did a song with, um... Divine Council. Yeah, we talked that about shit this. Was, December. Yeah, that shit was so legendary. If there was a Permi version of that, my life would just be made. <laughs> that would be dope. That would be beautiful. I'm picturing like Moon Remix, Three Stacks, just drops out the blue. You wake up one day and Three Stacks adds a verse <laughs> to that. He's at the end, bro. That would be crazy. Who's the best cook out of all y'all? Me. Permi, no doubt? Yeah, for sure. Describe yeah. Time Zone Studios in one word. Nostalgic. That's a good word, yeah. Um, All y'all gotta do it. Uh, um, we need we need tree words. Unless y'all want to use that one, that's a nice um, word. <laughs> I think. Uh, fuck. Um. Advancing like a word for it. Yeah, growth. Like Progre- growth. Pro- progression. Yeah. yeah. Growth. Shit like that. Good shit. Nostalgic progression. Nostalgic. That's <laughs> a mixtape title or a song title. <laughs> Favorite thing about Maine? Um, the like nature shit, the ocean. Oh, the ghost back. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> bathroom door just shut uh-huh. open and freaked me the fuck out. The nature of Maine is beautiful. Though. Yeah. Um, I would say my favorite thing about Maine is probably just being by the ocean. Mm. I just like that. Like ocean's sick as hell. Such a vibe. I grew up on in Orchard <laughs> Beach, so like the the beach is really like yeah. what saves me a lot. Right. For Correct. real. I, I love being by the water. How about you, Chris? Yeah, I'll say the same thing, just the water, the ocean. Nice. Because it's cool. I mean, you, you've been all over the country, too, so I feel like Maine must have pretty good impact on you if you're staying here. Right. Cool. I like the architecture. It's pretty like interesting. The old shit. That yeah. pretty cool. There's a lot of history out here. Yeah, facts. Let's look at the other side of the coin, though. What's your least favorite thing about Maine? I know. The fucking one way traffic. Everything's just like there's, no, there's, there's one lane traffic everywhere you go. Like what the fuck? Can we get some and more mad lanes? Ways. Yeah. One I thought so, so yeah, I thought you said one ways, but I'm not used to one ways and one, one lanes. Yeah, one way. I meant to say one lane. But I'm not used to just driving like behind somebody else the whole time. Yeah, like route one in the summer and you're just trying to get something oh, real quick yeah. at the store and you're stuck for like fifty minutes. Most of the cities I grew up in had like a lot of lanes. Yeah. I mean even like most cities yeah. have a big ass like four lane highway in the middle of them and right. you can do whatever the fuck you want. Right. What about you, Permi? What you hating about about the state of Maine? Um, the winters suck really bad. Those are good answers. And often, yeah. too, when you combine the winners with the road situation. Oh, my God. It's a bad Horrible. time for everybody involved. For get that, yeah. uh, you got to, like, leave an hour early. <laughs> Fair Let's end on a nice note, though. What's a song that clears your head? Hmm. That's a good one. Yeah, look at your plan. <laughs> It's tough. I mean, there's a lot of. I'll, I'll, I'll so say many one. songs. Let me yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think. Right let me song. say. Let me think. Damn it. Oh yeah. Oh, we got super future. Yeah, super with Drake. Uh, wait for you. 
So that, that's on a new one, right? Yeah, that's on yeah. a new album. You know that song was supposed to be for Kanye? I read it. I read an interview that said the song was supposed to be for Kanye. Nice. Hell yeah. Man, he put Drake on it, but it still came out hard. I would say for me... Stuff um, like that. I'll just say because I heard it today. The Healer by Erica Badu. Hmm. You ever heard that? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I feel like I probably have. Yeah, it's just beautiful. I would have to hear it again. Though. A lot of like old, uh, actually, Blessed by Schoolboy Q popped in my head too. Right. I, that song always helped me back in the day. And also, I feel like just old. I I could put on like Stevie Wonder, for sure, or something like that. Yo, eight oh eight and heartbreak. Right, oh Kanye. That Kanye shit cleared too. my brain. Some good shit. Yeah. What about you, sure. Perm? Maybe like a three stacks first. Yeah, Andre always. Oh, the art of storytelling, part one, I think. I think that's the one that has like the iconic beat that J. Cole actually rapped over once too. That mm-hmm. verse always gets me too. Yeah, facts. All right, well, these GoPros be tweaking out, so I think we should be getting uh, kind of towards the end of this uh, tenure here. Well, first off, congratulations, y'all survived the rapid fire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a big one right there. But let's kind of wind down. I want to hit you all with one more kind of individual question here because I do appreciate what y'all do as a unit, but I want to shine each individual a little bit too. Okay. Chris, cardiac, what's the biggest lesson you've learned traveling? Um, the biggest lesson I learned traveling was just, you know, I guess, um, wait, let me say, I guess I'll say if, when you're, I guess, like, traveling, just, like, you know, everywhere got a different culture and just, like, you know, tap into what their culture is no matter where you at and just move respectfully that's a great answer hell yeah permi i asked Jalen this but what inspires you or what has been inspiring you lately um hmm i feel like what inspires me like mostly besides just like the need to express myself creatively is like i just have a vision for myself and like my potential and like I just do things every day that with the goal to to reach that you know what I'm saying I I just keep the vision in mind with everything you walk in your path day by day yeah yeah and Permi actually kind of spilled the beans on this one because I was going to ask you on this Jalen what's like a fact about you that might surprise people (laughs) I was going to ask if you spit so sounds like it might be something Uh, yeah, I mean, a fact that people... Alright, here's a fact. Um, before I ever made rap beats, I actually made, like, EDM. Ooh, like a higher tempo type shit? With, like, yeah. big bass drops and shit? That, but also, like, really chill EDM. Like, cool, like, yeah, yeah. I actually probably listen to, like, 25%, like, EDM. Nice. Like, in, just in my life. Yeah. Like, I, I listen to a, to a lot of, like, Aphex Twin. Well, you cool as fuck, um, man. I love it. <laughs> yeah, you, you wise behind, you, behind your ears, man. Um, I'll say that. I, um, I listen to a lot of... Um, I actually like craft work. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. Like, way before I was inspired to make um, rap music, I was inspired to make EDM. And that was what got me into making beats. And then yeah. I, I found my love for, like, rap beats. Oh yeah. That's, like, what I do. I mean, there's so much good electronic music out there, bro. I mean, I yeah. think some of the best producers ever. I mean, Aphex Twin is incredible. Yeah, F- incredible Flywell producer. Like, I just love producing. You know? Like, Same, <laughs> I yeah. just like that. Same. So, any high-level producer, I'm mean, going to have respect for. You ever hear about Brian Eno? Brian Eno. Great ambient. Great ambient. Uh, and you know. You know. Actually, uh, 
y'all can't see him, but someone I'm pointing to who's helping out behind the scenes. And I used to play a bunch of Brian Eno up in this place, actually. Oh, so. <laughs> In a different time. That's vibes. Speaking of time, Time Zone Studios, is there anything y'all want to tease? It sounds like Permi 64 yes, is at the yes. helm right now. That's what's coming up. Yes, yep. it's coming yep. soon. I don't have a drop date yet, but just be this looking summer. out for it. Summer yeah, of Permian. I was bumping Permian all last summer. I still bumped that. I'll be at the gym I'm like I want to do this, and then I'll put like was a gold rope around my neck, but oh, I won't yeah. show. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like I can't gotta get my shit together. Man. I gotta tuck my, I gotta tuck my <laughs> chains first, and then I gotta make sure I hit that <laughs> that barbell with stride. That's why. That's um, <laughs> Before we kind of conclude here, is there anything y'all want to shout out? Just any any people? Any I don't know. Just any final statements? Shout out everybody that fuck with me. <laughs> shout, out, shout out everybody that fuck with me. Shout out my mom, my dad. Shout out my God. Shout out my little brother. Shout out God, my mom. Shout out fucking Jalen. Shout out Pharrell. Shout out Pharrell. Shout out Pharrell. Oh, you said for real. I thought you said like shout out Pharrell, but you were just saying for real. I'm tripping. Yeah, I mean him too. Him too, I guess. Fuck it. They sound very similar. Shout out the Neff. Right. Yeah. Shout, shout out, out to Tristan. Shout Trist, out Tristan. Tristan. Shout out, shout Tristan. Out Tristan. Oh yeah, shout out Tristan. Tristan used to be the video uh, before Willow Picks came in and stole the show here. Uh, <laughs> Tristan, when Tristan was around, I mean Tristan and I are pretty tight. I mean Tristan's on the wall right there actually. Oh, shout wow. out, no cap. <laughs> shout out Tristan. Shout um, out Cole Bennett. Shout out Lucky. Shout out fucking Mula. Yep. Shout oh, out Mula yeah, Shout out everybody, bro. <laughs> Tremendous. Right. Shout out the universe. Shout out to facts, the universe. Facts. Thank you, universe. Shout out to everybody at Time Zone who recorded. Shout yeah. out to the DMT entities. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Tremendous. Uh, we got one more question. I like to ask this individually, and then I'll ask it as a unit. Okay. So you can answer this all separately, and then maybe you come together and answer it for Time Zone. Where will each of y'all be one year from now? Um, one year from now, I'll be doing something cool. <laughs> In a cool position. There we go. I would just be better than I am now. Each year I progress, so I'll just be closer to my goals than I am now. That's love. Right. Um, I feel like I just see myself more established in all the lanes that I'm pursuing. Music, I want to get into um, like designing clothes, embroidery mm. stuff. I mm. want to pursue more into the marijuana industry. I want to do more of my art. Like everything that I do, I just want it to be advanced a step farther. Basically. Oh, yeah. Um, and a year from now, I'm just seeing everything everything really just coming together like mm. i mean things come together like like each year more and more mm. uh for me and so it's like i see it everything just being more more together that's a good answer yeah where will time zone studios be one year from now time zone studios will be that's a good question i can't Might. even tell you right <laughs> i can't even tell you but we'll have to just wait and find out there we go <laughs> we cannot predict the future there's infinite timelines ahead of us right now based upon the decisions we make right. in the oh, present God. 
It's true, man. Shout out that. Shout out uh, Metaphysical Thought. <laughs> for real. Shout out Yardy Ting for sponsoring this podcast. Oh, weird. If you hungry, yeah. you better go to Yardy Ting. Yeah, they, they, right. Yardy Ting. The jerk tacos bussin'. are bussin'. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> I had chicken. I, actually, I'm going to stop. I'll get, I'll get into a rant. So. <laughs> shout out Yardy Ting to the Infinity. Yeah, shout, out shout out Willow Picks. Shout out Soto for the instrumental for this podcast and the intro and the outro. Shameless pug. I need some bread. Shit is tight. Hit the Patreon page as well if you feel inclined. And uh, much love again to everybody listening at home. 100 plus episodes. This shit crazy. Why too crazy? Great transition. (laughs) We out of here. Peace. Peace out. Shout out to Time Zone Studios for coming through the crib. Shout out Y2 Crazy and Super Permy. What a fun time this was. Hit them up for your recording needs. Uh, man, I just try and find a moment of peace amidst the chaos out here. And take care of yourself, all right? Shout out to the sponsor, Yardy Ting. So much love for them and so much love for you for your support. We'll see you next time. Peace. <laughs>